Welcome to FileMaker Off the Record. You're listening to Thomas and Teresa of Profile Developers, discussing all things FileMaker for developers and power users. Hi, Thomas. Welcome to episode 11. Episode 11. Tonight, we're going to talk about virtual lists. Virtual lists. Everybody's favorite kind of list. Right? It's good stuff. It's something a lot of people talk about. In particular, uh, in our meetup group, we have some members who are very interested in virtual lists because uh, we've talked about it off and on for years, you know, because it's been a topic Yeah, that, that's been out there. Uh, and it seems to have streaks of popularity, I guess. It kind, of, it kind of comes up every now and then. People say, oh, virtual lists, and talk about the history and um, how you can implement them. And there's a lot of people who don't know what they are, don't know how to build them, don't know how to use them. It seems that they can be intimidating for some reason. Well, it's because it's not it really... It's a non-traditional way to build data. Does that make sense? Sure. Did I say that right? <laughs> virtual lists is, are, is, or are. Virtual the, the list. Virtual list the virtual technique. list is a technique that was virtual what, I, list I is a you're, you're, technique that Bruce Robertson came up with in 2009, I think. Something like that. It's been, it's been quite a while. Okay. And promoted this technique as an alternative way to display information in FileMaker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very useful for reporting. Yeah, that's that's how we use it mostly, not exclusively, but... Right, that's where it's most useful. Well, let's not say most useful. Yeah, I wouldn't that's say that. That's where it is... Very useful. Well, very useful. <laughs> and, and like you said, it's, it's, it's the kind of the go-to use. Like, it, like when you're explaining it to somebody... You say that's the example so I use. If you're, yeah, if you're building a report and you have to have information from two different tables and they aren't related in order to build that report, you can use this technique. Yeah. For those that don't know, Bruce Robertson has been in the FileMaker community for an extremely long time. Mm -hmm. I, have you ever met him? Yeah. 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 Uh, I went to a, I went and took a class in uh, Seattle. Oh, was that the uh, user experience? wireframing yeah and bruce was there and so he was part of our group and i met him there and i if he's been to devcon i probably met him at devcon mm -hmm. and he's a i think i think he's a mathematician and he's contributed to the filemaker community a lot if you look at the brian dunning site with the custom functions mm -hmm. bruce has like 30 different custom oh, that, functions that he submitted yeah so when i'm looking for a custom function not i don't i don't look for particular people i'm looking for particular functionality mm -hmm. and but if i see that who wrote the function mm -hmm. was like bruce robertson or jeremy bonte or you know so, somebody like that right you know you don't have to worry about the function it's going to work right <laughs> so <laughs> But he came up with this technique for displaying data and presented it as just a way to show different information in one portal, really. Mm -hmm. So you can have a portal that shows contacts or invoices or vendors, or and it's the same portal. You're just displaying data from, 
you're changing, it's displaying data from a variable and you're changing the values in the variable and it changes what's displaying in the portal. Mm -hmm. And we just do the same thing with a list view for reporting. Mm -hmm. For anyone that doesn't know like how to do it or anything, I don't, we're not going to go through the step-by-step -step process of creating it. There are tons of examples online. If mm -hmm. you Google FileMaker virtual list, you got plenty to read through. Right. There's an example on MightyData.com, Mighty Data's website. Mm -hmm. Virtual list in three easy steps. That's probably one of the best, like, straightforward, this is it. If you don't know how to do it, this this walks you through it very in, in, in a very simple way, and it's real nice. Mm -hmm. Basically, what it is, in the rawest form, you create a table, name it maybe virtual list, we name ours VL usually just to, for brevity. Mm -hmm. And it would have perhaps two fields. N, which is a serial number mm -hmm. starting at one. And for every record you create, two, three, four, five, five, you know, like that. And a second field called display calc. Mm -hmm. That is a field type uh, calculation. And the calculation is get value, and then whatever your variable name is, which would be, could be virtual list data. Mm -hmm. So get value, double dollar, virtual list data, semicolon N. Mm -hmm. And so each record will show one line of data from the variable. Correct. And that's the simplest one. There, that's it. You're done. You've created a virtual list. If you create that table, create the records, you got to remember to create the records. Right. Yeah. If you're sitting there <laughs> and you're sitting on your virtual list table and only one record is sitting there. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, you're you're building your variable, you know, because it's just a return delimited list as you're, if you're building it manually, chunking through. And then you say, why is there only 100? I know there's more than that in there. Yeah. So create some new records and... Right. They'll fill in automatically. Mm -hmm. So what we do often for reports is we will create multiple fields, multiple display calc fields, mm -hmm. and perhaps multiple variables or pieces of the variable. I mean, there's different ways to do it. But we typically name them column just for ease of understanding. Yeah, we'll name, we'll have double dollar column one, double, double dollar column two, double dollar column three. Right. And then we'll have fields, column one display, column two display, column something. Yeah, something close those. to that. Yeah. And because um, the other thing to think about is um, we often will build these virtual list records for the purpose of exporting. And so when you're exporting, they act just like regular fields because they are. They're simply referencing part of a variable that you build. And so in the export, you'll select those field names and you can move them around. Uh, so even though you may have built your virtual list in one way, you could export it in a different, uh, a slightly different way if you change the uh, order of the fields as they're exported. Some things about this that I like, mm -hmm. you can sort by the fields mm -hmm. just like it normal mm -hmm. 
you have a variable that's you know that's that's built in a certain order or multiple variables built mm -hmm. in a certain order and if you want them different you just grab the you know just sort by the field just like normal and all the records will sort mm -hmm. and you don't have to change the variable the variable stays in whatever order it was built in so again if you have multiple variables multiple columns you don't have to you know, you might think, oh, I have to, Go if I sort one, I have to either rebuild the whole thing or sort each one or something mm -hmm. like that. And you don't have to do any of that. FileMaker takes care of that. Mm -hmm. So it's such a great technique. It's very flexible and very, very easy to work with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you think it throughout most of the work ends up being on the front end of planning how you need to build the virtual list. And then once the data is in there, you can do whatever you need to with it yeah so it is it's it's very flexible and we use it in any solution that deals with any heavy reporting will include a virtual list we, we kind of in our starter file have kind of a virtual list module in there a little i mean you know we've we've got the tables pre-created we have a couple scripts the one that will create uh, a number of records just in a simple loop i don't think we have any scripts any pre-built scripts on creating any values but we could if we wanted to yeah <laughs> another thing possibly some people don't know is whenever you're setting your variable you can put your text formatting in the set variable script step mm -hmm. so you can have set variable double dollar column one mm -hmm. and the set calculation can have get as text and then within that function whatever data that you're s setting mm -hmm. along with some text formatting functions so you can add color or bold or mm -hmm. you know, any of that stuff and that goes and gets stored in the variable and then whenever your calculation displays that, that, that record formatting comes with it the formatting comes with it so you don't have to do any you can do the formatting in the data. You don't have to do the formatting. So that's where that's useful. If you're if you're using a single field to display a bunch of different data, mm -hmm. conditional formatting isn't really going to cut it. Well, right. And the the nice thing about that, as opposed to using conditional formatting, because I, I know I've done that years ago to create a report where it ha and it was a little little bit different. It was using virtual records uh, or virtual list records, but in the report, uh, so on the layout, it's a list view, and I had column one as a single field stretched across the page. On top of that, in the same body of that list, I had column one and column two. Column one was skinny and column two was wide. And again, on top, the same list column one, column two, column three, column four, because this report needed to change. Uh, it, it was building data across multiple tables and on the display, I, I needed it to, you know, if it was a title, it had to stretch across the whole thing. If it was a section, it used the two fields. If it was, uh, you know, some detail, it had the four fields in it. What I should have done is rebuilt it as a web page <laughs> inside uh, just, you know, yeah, I should have built it as a table or just use some web programming to make it look prettier 
rather than trying to force it in the list view. It ended up working out, but it was such a bear to edit because this is before hide object when, this is before the object palette. So I had, every time I needed to edit this layout, I had to highlight everything and move it up five pixels and then deselect this row and move it up five pixels and zoom in real close to see which one I was working on. But in that case, I had conditional formatting on, I, I think one of the columns that I was using in the virtual list table was holding the type, right? So the type of information in that particular record, if it was the header, if it was a title, if it was the category. And based on that is how the formatting was going to work, right? So if it was a header, column one was the only one that had data in it. So that was fine. Yeah, you know, and if it was the whatever subheader, I don't even remember what they were anymore, <laughs> header, subheader, detail. If it was a subheader and it had the two columns, you know, one was bold, one was italics. It was all just in the conditional formatting of the line based on the type. Is a little bit of a bear to yeah. edit. But again, it wasn't a complete nightmare because virtual lists make things so nice when you get into a groove. Once, If you've never created a virtual list, when you start working with them, they just, they make life very easy. And you get, it, you get into these loops to create the data and very easy to update. You just have to go in and, you know, you need another column, throw in another line in your loop. They're just so flexible. We use them enough that they are a joy to work with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I built a solution back in, uh, it was like FileMaker 6, 5.5 five or 6. The Dark Ages. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was before my time. Yeah. And I needed a report that was complex like this. And we didn't have variables. So what did you do without variables? Oh, my God. Huh. So Bruce hadn't come up with this great solution <laughs> to make my job easier. Mm -hmm. So what I had come up with at the time was sort of similar. Uh, no, not as elegant at all. But I was pulling data from a bunch of disparate tables. And it had to be shown in these odd unique columns and there'd be different you know things would be sectioned off so what i what i came up with was something sort of similar in that i created a table that was the report table okay and i would just create a thousand records in it or whatever i needed at the time and i had a few fields for ids and then i had relationships from that table to whatever the other tables were. Uh, so you would set an ID. If so, if you had a field in the report table that held the ID of its like match in the other table. Right. So okay. there would be an ID for the contact. Mm -hmm. And then I could either drop on a field from the contact table or more likely use have a, a calculated field yeah. within that report, report table. Mm-hmm. And display the information. And then I could put that field in the line, you know, wherever I wanted. Like kind of you were saying, you know, like to do your column spacing. Some would be narrow. Some would be wide. Mm -hmm. And then do formatting based on which field it was. 
so I could have, you know, headings and section breaks and I could use different colors and different styles and whatever to, to display the information the way I wanted. So it was, it was like a, a really rough version to be able to do to do this stuff and it just you know of course became way easier once we had variables yeah i can and, imagine yeah <laughs> so that was you know old old school way of doing things yeah yeah now we get to do it with you know create the variable and mm-hmm. when this again when this technique was introduced mm-hmm. the most common way to do it was get value Mm-hmm. and using n to you know get the value that you wanted and now we have json right so a report that i did recently i decided to take a shot using json and see how that worked out for it and so far worked out pretty well yeah i'm, I'm pretty happy with it so i'm using multiple fields and i'm just getting the json object you know to display and mm-hmm. multiple fields in your virtual list table yes Okay. Right. So, this so are, report, is your calculation in the virtual list fields not just get value dollar dollar record number? So in the field, it would be JSON get element double dollar column one. Mm-hmm. Then the JSON object. The object is job. Mm-hmm. So it would be job and bracket and then N mm-hmm. to give you the record number. Mm-hmm. And in that example, my N or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call that field right. uh, starts at zero. Right. Rather than one mm-hmm. because JSON and FileMaker, you know. Right. So that's like the index number. That's the index number. Yeah. Right. So it would be job bracket N mm-hmm. close bracket dot then the key name and that will just grab, you know, whichever record. Right. Whichever record. Whatever you value need. corresponds. Yeah. And you can also use JSON set element to, to inject, the data, inject back. the data back. So on this particular report, you know, it's a, it's a, you see all of your data and you can click on any individual record and a card window shows up that lets you view more details and edit a couple of things. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you save that, that just goes and resets the JSON. Using the JSON set element. Using the JSON set element. To update the display data right okay still tweaking that report but it, mm-hmm. it seems to be working uh, as expected yeah i think i think we should have a virtual list talk for a meetup soon and you can demo that report and kind of take it apart as a workshop i struggle to see how i would create this report this is what you run into with clients sometimes yeah they just get very particular about how they want something to look Right. And in this example, they are very Excel focused. Well, they're Excel focused, but they also have a very good designer on staff who makes things look very beautiful very easily. Yeah. And so he displays data in these ways. The expectation for how FileMaker in that environment needs to display data just kind of goes up through the roof. Yeah. uh, And challenges pushes the the boundaries of the layout and the possibilities there yeah i'm very happy with the results mm-hmm. good working with the json was not particularly difficult right yeah the thing about json is i mean i love how it's human readable 
Mm-hmm. It just takes a little bit to get used to looking at it. But once you get used, especially if you're looking at it well formatted instead of in giant chunks of <laughs> of text. Which you can use the FileMaker function JSON format elements. Mm-hmm. Before FileMaker had the JSON functions, the best way to view uh, some JSON that you got back from a REST API was to copy it, do a Google search for JSON Beautifier, <laughs> paste it into the little window there, and hit the validate button and have it come back. And then you copy and paste that into a text document. <laughs> and then you can read it a little easier. But now with the new FileMaker functions, it, it makes it a lot friendlier for our eyes. But whenever you use the JSON format element, that re- can reorder Right, because FileMaker, uh, the FileMaker function alphabetizes. Alphabetizes it, yeah. So um, so that's something to look out for. Yeah, on the website FileMaker Hacks, which is FileMakerHacks.com. Is that um, Kevin Frank? Yeah. First, everybody should be reading this site. Yeah, yeah. good stuff. Good stuff. <laughs> and he, the examples are great. Boy, you can learn a lot from this. He has a JSON and virtual lists article. Oh, okay. And that says, so what, July? From July of last year. Okay. July 2017. And in his example, he's taken advantage of, because the JSON functions came in FileMaker 16. Mm-hmm. That's whenever he did this. But that's got some great information in it. Uh, FileMaker released the DevCon sessions on YouTube. Yep. And there is... One from the advanced sessions called Flexible Reporting with Virtual Lists and Execute SQL. Okay. Execute SQL is another one that just the default of how it returns data, it lends itself very nicely to virtual lists. Mm-hmm. So that's that's another good one to get some information on this. So if you haven't been using them, take a look. Maybe it'll solve some problems. Yeah, they're very, very useful. And even though... They might seem confusing or daunting. You know, walk through any examples, take things apart, put them back together again. Once it clicks, and sometimes we can hear that when we're (laughs) teaching people about this, there's this click, and all of a sudden people are like, oh, I get it. That, oh, yes. (laughs) And then they're just you know off to the races they they get it and it makes sense and they're just bang 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 and then whipping them out yeah yeah it's good stuff yeah highly recommended so that's all i wanted to talk about today and, we and talk- you talked about it i did <laughs> good job so uh we'll see you again or talk at you again in a couple weeks real soon yes we will <laughs> With a new and exciting FileMaker topic. Yeah. As yet to be determined. Right. Thanks for tuning in. We mm-hmm. very much appreciate it. And uh, if you have any questions, if there's anything you want to hear, or mm-hmm. if you're looking to hire somebody mm-hmm. to do a FileMaker project, you can reach us at off the record at profiledevelopers.com. And we'll probably have some links in the show notes. For, sure, I'll put uh, links some to of the some, resources. some resources for virtual lists. Mm-hmm. And that's that. <laughs> okay.
All right. Thanks. Thank you. Bye.